Welcome back to the Retro Namapod, a nostalgia and pop culture podcast where we discuss things from our past, present, and future. I am your host with 10 toes, or so you know. Subscribe to the OnlyFans to find out. My name is Toby, and as always, across this beautiful internet discord world that we actually haven't seen each other on in a while, it feels like he's my best friend and co-host, Rick. How you doing, buddy? Good. I, too, have 10 toes. Or do I? Check out my mini videos site account. Could you, ima- for- could you, could you imagine, like, if you just imagine that all you had to do was, like, make videos and stick your toes in shit. And all of a sudden, you know, it, even on the low end, right? Because people have crazy foot fetish. This is a weird way to start this. But, like, if you were just, like... Taking videos, you never showed your face, but all you were doing were like sticking your toes in jello or sand, you know, or other oddly textured things that maybe people, you know. <sighs> I mean, hey, if somebody's going to pay me enough money, I will do just about anything. Like, if your thing is for me to just stick my toes in it, I mean, I'm grossed out by the thought of my own feet going into. He- you know, but oh, okay. hey, if somebody else is that like, don't hey, bother me, bro. Yeah, sticking in some, some spaghetti. I'm like, all right. And that feels wrong, though, especially as like, as like big boys, as thick boys. All right. The fact that you're just wasting a plate of spaghetti. I'm like, nah, bitch, like go, go stick them in some mud or something. You know, I don't, I don't need any of this fucking negativity in my life. Fucking spaghetti. <laughs> Well, because then you'll turn around and have like the the food fetish person be like, "Now eat it," and I'm like, uh, "See, now uh, now we went down some two girls in one cup routes, and and I I don't know, I don't like it. Well, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> well, let's get into it. The weird question of the week. Then. Let's not, get I don't like this one either. Wait, <laughs> let's let's run screaming away from that. Um, how much of a broom do you need for it to be effective at flying? <laughs> so so what i picture right is just like like a slutty witch and i'm not talking like a gender slutty witch but i'm just talking like a genuine well i guess witches are all female right i I mean you could be a witch and boy but wouldn't you be a wizard or a warlock a warlock yeah that's kind of the thing Mm, that's a debate for another time but slutty witch man or woman don't care man or female i don't whatever's gender correct today uh they just have like a butt plug with like the head of a broom coming out of the <laughs> ass you know that's what i'm thinking like like in reality like. if it, if you believed in it exactly you know like it, it you wouldn't need a stick right you would just i mean i guess you'd need a small stick just to get it in the anus but <laughs> god damn this question is odd uh i don't know i i think i would allow it like in the witching world of broom flying if it was you know a thing i think it's just built on faith and if you had enough faith to shove the end of a broomstick up your asshole more I mean, fucking fly away peter pan go ahead i don't, I don't fucking you, know you think about it and like these wizards and witches put a lot of faith into the fact that they're like holding onto a broom which is not very big and they're getting around so like what's to stop you from like 
if you got good sphincter control, being able to just be like, hey, look, no hands. You know, you know and also, I, I just want to point out, we are we are kind of sticking this to the witches. Harry Potter wrote a broom. What if his Nimbus yeah. 2000 was like a Nimbus four and a half? Yeah. And he was just... <laughs> <laughs> That's where my idea came from, was from Harry Potter watching the Quidditch stuff, right? Oh, I thought you were going like, to talk about, I thought you were going to say that's where my idea came from. I was thinking about butt plugs the other day. <laughs> Harry Potter butt plugs, they go do. together. You Peanut know? butter and tuna fish. Um, cool. But like, I thought, you know, because he gets smashed and I'm like, well, with the uh, the blunder, whatever it's called. But anyway. Bludger? What, yeah. What if that got. What if your broom got annihilated? Is it done once it breaks? Or are you still able to use it after it? And what parts do you need for it to be able to fly? Is it the bristly part? Is it a, Look, a handful? In the do defense need- of things you need to fly, the girl in Hocus Pocus, she flew on a vacuum. <laughs> so could you fly on a like a small handheld dirt devil that you're like, old school 80s moms had on the wall where they were just like chick 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 it got used like 18 times in the first week and then never used again yeah like this is the best yeah so you know if we're just talking about brooms it's hard for me not to stick to my first answer you know of i would accept a butt plug broom but if i'm going to give an honest theoretical answer hypoth- hypothetical answer one of those cool answers. Anyways, uh, I would imagine oh. it would have to like fit through your legs just for steering. No, I'm fuck that, dude. Fuck that answer. It's a butt plug broom. Like I'm thinking, like if you have a handful, like enough where you could like, because I think the big thing is you have to be able to steer it. So if you're holding on to, let's say a piece that's three inches, you've got it in your hand or your butt, whichever they both work, and you're able to steer it. That's the big thing, right? Yeah this motion <laughs> but then you have to like take into account like you know you definitely have to have the bristle on the back right you you have to because do you though yeah because it's kind of like a steering mechanism in itself right like it's like a rudder on a boat <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know what if you got one of those like real big janitor brooms like with the w- real wide three foot freaking uh, yeah, well, head at, on it like at that, that point work, when you were flying like... you would just spin it as you're flying you know <laughs> This looks real weird on video. <laughs> Turbo boost. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, Rocket I think power. I think in all in all honesty, you you would you would have to have enough of it to be able to like at least one hand grab it, you know, through your legs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could one hand it, but you'd have to tape something to something, and that's only for the boy witches. The girl witches, I mean. I could fly, no hands. Yeah, no. I mean, you know what? Could it, you could could you get by holding a splinter of a of a magical broom? Like just oh, I got a little bit of it. Can I get out? Can I, now no, I can fly no, away? No, no, no. It, it, I think it has to be built for the purpose. You know, like you like you said, like if it's broken, if you started with the six inch broomstick and it gets mm-hmm. broken, it's broke. If you started so with a three foot broomstick and it gets broke, it's broke. You know, is, I, I don't is, think you can cheat that. Is there a weight limit on a broomstick? No, because there ain't no weight limit in magic. Ah, good answer. There ain't no weight limit in magic. Fuck no. 
And it makes me feel but like my big ass getting on a skinny ass broomstick is a lot better than my big ass getting on a, a horse. Because I'm like, I'm sorry, horse. Like, it, you know, they said you could hold me. But you can't tell them that you can hold me. This could hurt like a bitch. You know? <laughs> like, but the broomstick, I'm like, fuck, fuck broomstick. Fuck shit broomstick. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no. No way to limit it. So as long as it was designed at the size that it originally was made magical, and as long as it doesn't break, it's good. But once it's broken, the spell is broken, so to speak. And yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, I dig it. I like that answer. I still, There's- I look. I'm still, I'm still gonna allow butt plug broomstick. Who's to say that's not a thing? We only see like the Harry Potter family friendly version of it. We don't. I don't read any of the adult fiction where it's like, hey, I enchanted this dragon dildo to be able to be make me fly. Rawr. You Look, know? I, I don't I don't fucking know. I how do broomsticks fly anyway? I've never seen anybody enchant a fucking broomstick. So right? that's science that is yet to be proven as well. I, I don't know. That Man, I want that me. job. I'll Enchanting that broomsticks? Job. Yeah. People, witches and warlocks and What need if them, that was so- the only magical thing that you ever got? was like you can do no other magic but Fuck. what you can do is just but there's other that's another weird question for another week that's that's a it's, fucked up question it's all right i'm i'm living on diagon alley being able to make a living so i'm good to go but you're living in nocturne alley with your fucking broken ass <laughs> magic <laughs> hey you're, you're you're not wrong anyways so yeah yeah and I, I don't actually don't have anything for talk about this week. I got all excited. I was just like, oh, I'm going to tell him about. No, I'm not. I'll tell you about shit. I've been building a fence, bro. That's my talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I bought and was, was stuff for. Talk. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know what? You know what? Two by four by 10 is. <laughs> I got six of them right now. Uh, about 20 bucks. I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. way more than that. You're not I'd imagine far probably. off, but not that. Expensive. Um. So we watched a bunch of stuff, and I think I've watched a lot more, but a lot of older stuff. Tis the season. You watch a lot of, you know, whatever. Um, new show, new movie on um, Netflix called Nightbooks. Uh, watch this one. Um, it's very fun. Um, it's like witchy stuff, very witchy stuff. Super in, in time with this. Uh, basically, a couple of kids get kidnapped. Uh, one kid, uh, he he loves to write horror. He's super into horror. He's got like the Thing movie posters up on his wall and other stuff like that. He gets kidnapped by this um, witch, uh, Kristen Ritter, and he has to tell her a story every night to keep himself alive. Oh, which is- I think I've seen. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen a preview for this. Actually, this looks really good. It's it's very good. And so and there's more that happens too. I don't want to give it away because there's kind of a cool twist that happens. There's more to it than just this one witch and all this other stuff. So check it out for sure. It's on Netflix. You can watch it now. I highly recommend it. It's super fun. Uh it, it is family friendly. So if you've got kids, uh or if you don't, hell, go watch it. Um this next one is um also uh Netflix, because you know, Netflix has everything. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal starring in The Guilty. Uh, basically, he plays this detective who does something that you're not quite sure of at the beginning of it. Uh, he gets put as the uh, police. Um, oh, what's the word? Dispatch. Jeez. Call oh, dispatch. Okay. 
So he's sitting here taking calls, doing, and at first you could tell he's just like, this is bullshit. Why am I, you know, I shouldn't be here kind of thing. And then he eventually gets this call, and it sounds like this lady's getting kidnapped, and he's like, stay with me. And you could just see him working more his detective skills and the shitty part about being stuck behind a desk and how you're just like, hey, let me let me get help. Let me do this. And it, it's an interesting showing, like, the side of a call dispatcher because normally it's like, you get a glimpse of them, and they're like, "Can I get take your call?" And that's well, yeah, and they're the first one to hear about a fucking something bad happening anyway. Like, hey, these yeah. people are murdered. The first person here is the dude that picks up a nine one one call, and they <laughs> exactly. tell other people, "Like, yo, guys, this guy's telling me people were murdered." So, um, but yeah, that it basically goes from there. He gets that call, and he's just trying to investigate it and try to get it figured out and try to get her safe and all that stuff. And it just is kind of almost like a, this is what they go through, but they don't get to see the end part where the person's saved or not. But this actually delves a bit more into that and, uh, really good, real suspenseful, super great. Um, check it out. It's Jake Jalen Hall. What's not to like, uh, yeah, I like, um, Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus is the next one. This has uh, Gonzo the Great. You know, he's fearless. He shoots himself out of a cannon. He's he's unstoppable. He gets uh, so basically he gets an invite to stay at this haunted mansion. If he stays overnight, uh, he wins some big prize. This is only an hour long, so it's a super short movie, but it's super fun. I mean, it's exactly what you expect from Disney with the Muppets and using one of their IPs with the Haunted Mansion, mashing that all together. There's so many good sight gags, so many good jokes with the Muppets. It's exactly what it needed to be, and it's super short, so it doesn't run or too long, and it's got just an all-star cast. And like you said, it's the Muppets. It's the Muppets. What's not to like? Exactly. Um, Marvel's What If uh, finally did their season finale. Um, this ran for 10, se- 10 seasons, Jesus, God 10 episodes. Damn. It's, uh, as it, as it, the title kind of implies it's what if, so it's like taking different stories and it's like, what if, uh, uh, T'Challa was, became the star Lord instead of Peter Quill. Oh yeah. 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 You know, that kind of stuff. What if, um, you know, Captain Peggy America Carter was a zombie. Yeah, just all this crazy stuff. And the thing that's really cool is that, like, at first, they're all just these cool standalone stories. But once you get to the final episode, they kind of do this really cool thing where they make it all work together. Uh, recommend it. Um, it is a bit of a time dump because I think each episode is like 45 minutes to an hour. But besides that, the animation is fucking spectacular. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And the whole concept and- of the show seems badass. And the voice cast is outstanding. A lot of people came back to reprise their roles of certain characters. Um, not every single one. It was not like Chris Evans came back to do Cap. But, like, you get that for, I think, Scarlett Johansson came back to do Black Widow and stuff. So That's cool. Good on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and speak, st- speaking on that real quick, they did settle uh, that whole Scarlett Johansson yeah. and that. And she's going to be starring with something for them soon. So. Yeah, it wasn't the fact that she didn't want to work with Disney. It was the fact that she thought she was being screwed out of money, which was in her yeah. contract. She had every yeah. right to do exactly yeah. what she did. So she got exactly what she wanted out of it. Um, let's see. The last movie I have is a relatively new movie um, called Malignant. Uh, it was on HBO Max. I was very interested in this one. Uh, it's directed by James Wan, who's done a bunch of scary, spooky stuff. Um, 
you know, ranging from The Conjuring, Saw, Aquaman, uh, Furious 7. This dude does it all. He he plays in every genre, but he's really good with spooky stuff. This one's super weird. Um, I also heard I it was like I... an almost unintentional comedy in some ways. Yeah, there are bits in it that you're like, oh, no, that's too that's too ridiculous. It, it veers on that a lot. Uh, I can't give away too much because it's like a big part of this is is the twist that they have in it. So, uh, but basically it's this gal who has these visions of these killings that are turning out to actually be happening. Um, Fucking pretty bitch. wild. It's pretty wild. Uh, the big twist involves her and something and the killer in, in a way, but you don't know, you know, so pretty cool stuff. Um, I dig that one a lot. I don't know anybody in this movie. Yeah, it's it's super crazy that it is like a a super stripped down cast. Like I think John James Wan is the most uh, uh, celebrity famous person on that, and he's the director. So yeah, which which is nice for horror movies because you don't need you don't always need a name to it, but I think it does help having a name attached so people will actually go see it. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I but have yeah, no solid. Every single one of these are solid freaking movies. Um, if you've got time to kill. Um, they all work pretty Another well for this time. Movie. Man, no kidding. Um, but moving right along, um, one of our favorite things, Critical Role, is coming back. Um, they just didn't, well, not just announced; they're actually premiering uh, Campaign Three uh, this Thursday, October twenty first, and um, it's it's pretty wild, man. They've been doing a lot of cool stuff, like getting everybody hyped up for this. They released a behind the scenes, like making of the new set they have and talking about kind of the campaign and doing a history of uh, Exandria and all this other stuff. And they just announced another book they're doing with D&D. So like these guys are just hitting it out of the park. It's like they can do no wrong. Uh, their show's supposed to be coming out February. February? Yeah. 24th. They yeah. just they did a huge um not Denver Comic Con, but uh, I think it was New York Comic Con. Yeah, it just passed. One of those, and they did a huge talk about things to expect with the thing, and they gave a little glimpse. They released a trailer for it. Now, oh, this isn't God. the one <clears throat> that uh, the girl was doing, right? This is like the new Matthew Mercer season. Yeah, she was playing around in that that universe that he created. Yeah, but this is this is Matthew Mercer taking the lead yeah, this is right after what was it vox uh vox machia yeah vox machia is the first one yep. and then mighty nine oh, is the second mighty nine second that's one. what it is mighty nine's not i love that girl's point. i forget her name but um abria allen eising no 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 it starts with an l what's the other girl's name she plays like almost a. she almost sounds like israeli oh uh, hold on wait for it Boo, 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 boo. Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey, thank you. Jesus Christ. Yes. I fucking yeah. yeah. The the voice she does in that one, I swear, man, it just it gets me every time. She's great. Like the I accent and everything. Yeah, like Her every single one of them. Fucking the... hilarious too. Every single one of these people like are That's just exciting. so freaking I, talented. More live action D D with voice actors. I'm always gonna be good with it. Yeah, I'm constantly searching out that stuff because I like it, and especially when they're good at it. Like that's the you thing. know, I've I've listened to some that you're like, okay, this is fun, I get it, but it's super like you could tell they're like some dude who was just like, hey, let's record this, huh? It'd be fun. Yeah, he's like, I can voice act my ass off. 
Watch no. hey buddy. Like, you like that? It's like a dude that thinks he's good at impressions, but he's as good at impressions as I am. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you nail it. You do a killer Arnold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it somehow comes out Spanish every time. I don't understand. <laughs> hey, you're like, what's with that accent? Um uh so they're doing a new Lost Boys movie. I think they're just doing a reboot, a straight up remake of the Lost Boys, but they cast the two brothers in it. Um, Noah, Noah Jupe. I don't know. I'm going to kill these names. And Jaden Martell. Um, they look like they could be brothers. And so, yeah, they're going to do. <laughs> can you, you can hear me? Fun with technology. Did you hit the mute button by chance? Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. That, uh, I I don't know. Weird shit happens. Uh, yeah, uh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but they cast these two kiddos. They're going to be playing as uh, Michael and um, uh, 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 the, the the two to two brothers in it. And um, they haven't really cast anybody else yet. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do um, with this film. What do you think? A new Lost Boys remake? Oh. Yeah, you you weren't hearing me scream, but this bullshit. No one gives a fuck who oh. these kids are. I don't fucking care. It's this looks stupid, and you guys are fucking assholes. Who fucking cares who these two kids are? This kid's already got the fucking. This kid's already got the fucking one earring in. Yeah, I, he's no, new. this bullshit. He's got it. Bullshit. What if, sh- what if? What if? Get nope. Get this what if they on my face. <laughs> what if they say it said it in Santa Clarita in the 1980s? I think they could fucking shove a dick in their mouths. What if they get Corey Feldman to come back and reprise his role as the frog? Okay. One of the frog brothers. Okay. okay. So. <laughs> or get Kiefer to come back and be the aged uh, head vampire. I look, that would make it at least better, but I know both of those people would be like, Go fuck yourself. Why are you remaking this movie? And I, know, and I would t- I would tell you, okay, okay, there's one thing in this movie that if it's not in there, it's already a piece of shit, right? There's no reason to make it. It's already shitty. But there's one thing in this movie that if they don't add in, it will it it no, they can go fuck themselves. What is that one thing? What's the one thing that they have to add into this movie that'll really make it better than it has any right to be the greased up half naked saxophone player Fuck yes dude if it is not in that motherfucker it's bullshit bullshit ass movie take note who's ever making this bullshit ass movie you better have fucking john cena oiled up like a motherfucker smash in the sax or else you can go fuck yourself because you're already fucking yourself by even beginning to do it uh, hey, I'm down to be greased up, and uh, I can learn to play the sax for a movie. Bro, if me, if either me or you are greased up, like the only thing that's happening is someone's chasing us, trying to catch us. <laughs> that's it. Get ready to squeal, piggy. <laughs> There's no other reason. Are you a hairy man? I didn't say I'm hairy, but I know, like, as I get older, I'm starting to get like back hair in weird places. Oh, dude, me and, too. I got a little yeah, strap, but like, just, like chest and tummy wise. Not, not crazy. I'm hairy, but not like I wouldn't say uh, a year-round sweater hairy. Well, no, I don't have a sweater, but I have like hair. You know, like, well, yeah, I've got my I've collarbone got to my my ball frame. I don't, you know, I don't have to keep it. I can't run my control. fingers through it. 
yeah, we shouldn't talk yeah, about this. We shouldn't talk about this. We just take off our shirts and people Anyways, can themselves. Fuck this movie and fuck it even more if they don't have a greasy fucking jacked ass uh-huh. saxophone player. Um, so speaking of Lost Boys, <laughs> Vans, the uh, shoe company who's you know, does wardrobes as well is doing a horror vans line um with cross promotions with like friday the 13th the lost boys it exorcist nightmare on elm street and the shining they've got a lot of pretty cool dope shit fanny packs hoodies socks of course shoes and hats they got all this cool stuff and it's like these things are so sick and some of them you can even do custom designs with. Like I was messing around with this and doing like the Gremlins and the. They even have Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, is, yeah. I just I was just seeing that. Still fucking dope. So you could take their shoes and use their own prints and kind of whatever you want. If you're willing to spend a hundred bucks on a pair of shoes, I don't know. Like if you're like me and you blow through shoes like crazy, probably not the best deal. But if you're type who knows how to, and treat, they don't have Friday the Thirteenth shoes. I know, right? Which would have been, but this Mike the sweater, too. dude. It's so hard for me to sweater seventy dollars. Yeah, the fuck, it's wild. Somebody would pay for it. These are tight though. But yeah, they, they have uh, Lost Boys ones too. Yeah, you're sick. Dude, just the, the Lost Boys ass. vans are sick though. Just the cross promotion here. Everything like the shoes do look legit. Like if I could afford them, I'd probably buy any any pairs oh, of these. Bro, the shining it. ones are sick as fuck. All the shining stuff is dope. With the red rum and shit. Um, Beetlejuice has got this like Beetlejuice black and white pattern and then like this real cool red plaid going along with it too. <sighs> anyway. Didn't at one point and I don't see it on here. Oh yeah, I do. Ah, dude, the it shoes are fucking sick. It's also red. Yeah, that, that's that's cool, dude. Like feed me that shit all day. Yeah. Feed me that shit all day. The little gizmo, like loafer slip on shoes would be yeah. so freaking comfortable. This is dope. We need more collabs like that. But my problem with that is the same thing I have a problem with. Like, it's just scalping bullshit is killing the game for all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking of which, there's just another collaboration I have to touch on, which is just as important um, Crocs. Everybody has them. Just everybody owns a pair. Nobody will ever admit to them, but everybody has a pair. Um, they did a cross collab with, you know, just as mighty as Friday the 13th, Hidden Valley, the original ranch. They went and made themselves a ranch Crocs shoe. It's sold out. Thank God. Which sucks because, you know, people who want those like Bro. myself are just like, hey, I want some ranch shoes. For my achy feet, these things. But look now I have so to go find a scalper. Stupid. That's just French fries and celery. First of all, who the fuck? You know Gibbet. goddamn well. What'd you say? I said giblets. The little little toy looking things on the shoes are called giblets. They could they named them? Well, of course. They're fucking sh- God. Okay, okay. Grusraba, Grusraba. First thing. All right. First thing, I love why it. would you put fucking celery on here? No one gives a fuck about celery. Don't you even? Nobody. Don't you even say it. All right, you celery. Only, no, there is. Okay, it. There's no fucking way that the amount of people in this world that enjoy, like, actively enjoy celery, just celery. All right, 
matters enough to put a fucking charm on it. All right. Second, these this color is fucking disgusting. It's oh, like it's a, wild. Like if, if I got ranch that looked like the color of these Crocs, I would be pissed off. Like they got they, the little specks in them too, like the little it's like black pieces. Like You're colored, like, but like it, I don't know. It's fucking horrible. All right. Off white. Why is there food attached to my shoe? There's a tomato and broccoli. Okay, the broccoli I understand. Why the fuck is the tomato there? It's ranch dressing. I've never in my life seen someone take a cherry tomato and dip it in ranch, and that's what they're eating as a snack. Okay, I'm sure there are people out there. Don't fucking at me. That's stupid. Makes, this is stupid. Ranch, this ranch is stu- makes everything better. Number five or six or whatever the fuck I'm on. Okay, I remember when Crocs came out. All right, and I bought a Ranger pair of Walmart Crocs. They looked mm-hmm. exactly the fucking same. There was a rumor that you eat the Crocs. Yes. Okay. Bottom. All right. I wore the fuck out of those things. Wore them camping. I hiked in them. I did everything. People roasted me. Oh, roasted yeah. Roasted me for wearing Crocs. They're like, you're a fucking, you know, they said I was a grown ass man at the time. I'm like 19, 21, maybe. I don't fucking know. It was like 10 years ago. Roasted me. Like, you know, unbearably. And now fucking Crocs are a thing. Who who decides this? Who decides this shit? And why is the ranch dressing game getting it? Look, if I can't boil those things down like original Crocs said I could and eat them to stay alive, and that motherfucker doesn't taste like ranch, they can suck all the dicks. All the dicks. I want to be able to boil that shit down and dip my chips in it. fucking stupid <laughs> they've got uh so I, I hit on the other collaborations and it looks like they did a space jam a new legacy collection which is fun but they also did a hocus pocus collection which is you know pretty great I bet that's too. Cool, though. yeah oh it's a drawing oh you could draw to enter some never mind that's a cool yeah, design give me the cool. fuck out of this topic yeah no kidding what are we talking about here fucking food, uh, anyway. as always Speaking of food, we can never get away with it because, as such, we are fat kids. But this is really awesome. Eminem. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him on varying degrees. Uh, He did the most brilliant thing, and he came up with a restaurant for Detroit. What did he call it? Mom's Spaghetti. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like this throw-off line that he has that everybody knows that line from 8 Mile. He's like... You know, there's vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. And people know it. Yeah. (laughs) There's a couple cool things, first of all. It's the grand opening of the restaurant and upstairs retail store called The Trailer. The store is called The Trailer. The fucking restaurant is called Mom's Spaghetti. Perfect. This dude is a genius. I don't look, if you hate Eminem, go fuck yourself too. No kidding. Like, this dude can't lose. I bet the spaghetti is fire too. Oh, I, it's got to be right. Specialty There's no spaghetti way he... on a different level. Yeah. Either that, or I hope he does like fucking dollar store Fuck ra- yeah. meat ragu, <laughs> and it's just the cheapest watery fucking spaghetti you could get, and he's charging eighteen dollars a plate in Detroit because that man's <laughs> smart and he that, would do it. Yeah. 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 People eat that shit up because they're like, this is the best spaghetti I ever had, yet it's like, it's costing them a nickel to make. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things where I'm never, look, I will, I'll be the first to admit, there's, first of all, no reason for me to ever go to fucking Detroit. Second, to go way in line at fucking Eminem's mom's spaghetti. So I'm never going to eat it. So in my mind, I'm going to make it up. And it's the best spaghetti in Detroit. Yeah. 
because they got stupid style pizza too. I should uh, I should have my cousin go check it out. I might have to hit her up and say, "Hey, go try this place." Like, out I need you me. to do a on spot episode yeah. of retro nom nom nom, and then tell us how it was. Tell us if it's if it's hot or not. Hot or anyway, freaking genius. That's cool as fuck. Um, let's see. Chuck E. Cheese is doing Halloween stuff. Of course, not a big deal. With uh, what money, Chuck E. Cheese? Calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> It's spooky to Halloween. Bootacular is here. Spooky, spooky is the diseases season. you could catch at Chuck E. Cheese. The what? Right, sorry, go ahead. The what? Go ahead. The bootacular? The spooky reach. season. Party like every day is Halloween. Enjoy fun games, ghoulish goodies, and free game play for kids in costume. Y- little Johnny's uh-huh. mom can't afford a costume. Comes to Chuck E. Cheese. They're like, no, nah, little Johnny. You don't get fucking free play. You got paid. But you do. Here's the thing. You get 10 free plays for just being in costume. How great is that? That's what I'm saying. What if little Johnny's mom can't afford him a costume? But he's he had to show up to little Jimmy's fucking Halloween birthday bash. And then I going to give that little kid free plays? It, I don't That's know. Fuck. Kids Gr- should get free plays. Fuck your costume rule. What if, I mean, what, I- if, what if that kid grew up in a religion where they don't celebrate Halloween? Then they what wouldn't if- be able to check. They wouldn't be at a Chuck E. Cheese. Unless it's fucking little Samantha's Halloween birthday bash, bro. They don't. They're homeschooled. They're not going to. The <laughs> fuck? Anyways, I'm trying to just be uh, all inclusive, and they're fucking calling out some of these kids. And who the fuck is Chupa Chubs? Chupa Chubs are a little like um, lollipops. Why do you know this? <laughs> do you have to ask that question? I'm fat, and I've got kids. Facts. Also facts. <laughs> Try our monster menu. Our scream. I would blame the kids, kids. First of all, why you know this? Because I'm fat too. I'm sorry. I have completely derailed this Chuck E. Cheese. I'm just. I'm still on the fucking the kid costume, and then the chupa chups, and the fact that you know what a Koopa Cup is, or a chupa or chupa chupa chupa. Uh, pumpkin pepperoni pizza, creepy cupcake, slime cookie, and Dippin' Dots ice cream. Get it? Huh? Dippin' Dots ice cream? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. It's so derailed. I'm just moving on. Um, Twisted Metal, uh, they've been talking about bringing this, rebooting this thing. And there's talks that if they do. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before I move along, all right, you fucking debated me with this with this fucking oh, you debated me with this fucking article, right? So I know you guys can't see it, but on our our Google Doc here, it says Chuck E. Cheese. The E stands for entertainment, which I think is actually right, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. like in my mind, I was like, "Ooh, I'm about to fucking roast on this entertainment middle name," you know, like this is bullshit. And then you come at me with some fucking Halloween promotion. Fucking no! I just derailed the entire thing because you fucking put me in a a, a mood and I, I, I just, it didn't fulfill it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, we're like I don't even know if we can get this back on the on the rails. It's no, we're uh, good. We've got we've got a couple left here. Uh, let's see, PlayStation Five. Uh, they're going to reboot Twisted Metal. That's cool. Um, and there's talks that it's going to be free to play. I don't know if that means they're going to be like. You know, unlock more characters, you know, $5 for each character, do that kind of DLC kind of stuff or how they would work it. Make a new fucking Twisted Metal like the old Twisted Metal and put it online. 
Heck yeah. I'm all about it. Um, moving right along. Uh, this stupid asshole decided to start a Kickstarter for a fart pedal for your guitar. So, um, <laughs> depending, it really just does that. Like, <laughs> I love it. it says, how does the fart pedal work? <laughs> there's four, there's four things that it shows on here. One says toggle between wet and dry. How much gas is in the mix? A blazing toots blast to your amp. Guitar signal goes in here. It's like, oh, you couldn't have thought of a, a fucking pun for the fucking guitar insert? <laughs> every, every, everything else has like a fart meaning except for the guitar. <laughs> yeah. This comes out next month. Yeah, I don't know. This is stupid, silly. Like, I'm sure for those, you know, who play guitar and like have money to burn, this would be something. <laughs> this would be, be a killer gag gift. But like so, they have like play, they have samples <laughs> of songs on here of them using it with different songs, and it is the funniest shit because it really is like you know they, I think they have an ACDC, and it just they go into it and as soon as you're like da 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 da, it's like <laughs> it's so fucking good. The best thing about this, away from all the thing with the fart pedal, is the first pledge backing is fifteen dollars or more. And you get a cat drawing. You don't even you don't get the pedal, but he's allowing you to he's allowing you to pledge the fifteen dollars. And he says, "I'll draw a custom cat drawing on paper with a sharpie marker, sign it, number it, and send it to you in the mail." <laughs> I almost want to give him the fifteen bucks so I can get this fucking cat drawing. <laughs> Damn, he over doubled his goal though. Look, we're it's in, so we're funny. in the wrong You're right. I, I, That is, but that was just too silly not to share a a fart pedal that. Uh, it's it's silly. I don't even know one. I I don't even want to know where he found that Kickstarter. I, who knows? Why did shit, it pop shit. up on any feed that you have across the internet? <laughs> I, I ask myself that all the time. How shit just kind of hello. Um, but this was one you, that you actually oh, brought, brought to the page, and it's so freaking. Just hilarious because those old commercials. Oh, pardon me. Uh, uh, do you have any gray poupon? First of all, why uh, are you eating shit with mustard in your car that you haven't already made? Second of all, why would another car have fucking mustard in theirs? Which, in fact, I was proven wrong. And he, in fact, does have mustard in his car because it's apparently something I don't fucking know about. I like, I mean, you're, you're right. But they're making a wine. <laughs> A great poupon wine. Which so I don't you, know like, how I found this because I fucking hate mustard. Like top three, I can tolerate it if it's already on stuff, as long as it's got like other stuff mixed in. Because my mouth's just like, eh, fuck it. Uh, but in general, like I'm never actively gonna put mustard on anything. Like if it just happens to be on there, I'm, it is what it is. But the thought of like drinking mustard in any way shape or form makes me sick to my stomach have you ever had a glass of white wine and thought this could this is good but i wish it was a little mustardy oof that oh, opening dude. line i don't even know awful. why i add shit like this you, <laughs> you got me hooked on like food chat bullshit and now i see it and i'm like ooh, ooh <laughs> we, we gotta, gotta fucking talk, talk about, about this, this. <laughs> It's uh, perfect for those who want to have their lunch and enjoy it too. Boy, this is filled with just a Why bunch of great. Why are you drinking like that at lunch anyway? Mm. I don't know, man. I mean, you could get it. It's uh, you know, 
30 bucks. <laughs> it also comes with an eight ounce jar of great people on mustard. So you can have, which your is what you're paying and- that 30 bucks for. They, they literally just took some fucking plain ass LaCroix, took a spoonful of grape, <laughs> dipped it in that bitch, shook it up, bottled it, sip it. Oh yeah. That's it's probably got all the like seeds in it too. So it's like weird. And, I don't know, man. Like I'll try anything once, but that, that might be too bizarre. Yeah, that's gross. It's gross. Good for you, Kraft, for coming up with another inventive something, 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 something. Um, gross. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants is now an Xbox Series X. In celebration of the release of Nickelodeon, hello, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. That's what they say <laughs> <Nickelodeon>. in England. <laughs> Nickelodeon. Uh, All Star Brawl. They um, they did a you know as as you're bound to do. They did a collaboration. Um, with Xbox, and they came out with uh, two different styles. The first one is a Ninja Turtle one. It's it's fine. It's colorful. It's what you would expect. Yeah. But the SpongeBob one is so fucking good yeah. because the Xbox Series X is that rectangle, perfect box shape that just is ideal to do SpongeBob. That it just looks like now, like to look at it, you just think somebody's displaying a weird. SpongeBob. Oh, a hundred percent. Until you Bang. like shoved a disc in this motherfucker. Which I don't know why they didn't use the Xbox Series S that just doesn't have a disc drive on it, which would have made more sense, I guess. But they're like, fuck it. People can't get a hold of the Xboxes. Let's waste two of them because you can't <laughs> buy these things, which sucks. Yeah. But god damn, the SpongeBob one is so sick. It's so good. It's so sick. The controller looks dope. The console looks dope. Yeah. I Hunt still need to out. buy that game. There's a contest for it. Um, ends on the 24th. Is it helicopter dicking? What? <laughs> no, I think you just uh, retweet a tweet about it. And that if, you're fucking cho- rich. if you're chosen, you're chosen. Yeah. Uh, good luck to you, though. It's, it's fucking badass. If you get it and win it, send it my way. Uh, this is freaking phenomenal. With all these rich assholes going to space, finally there's one that makes sense to go to space. Uh, holy crap, all these pop-ups. Oh, I um, know, you son of a bitch. <laughs> man, this one's getting me too. Uh, maybe I should just subscribe for 20 bucks. Maybe I won't get the pop-ups. Liars. Um, so uh, William Shatner, world-famous dude, um, he got to go to space, which seems super like, yes, there's few people who are known as like spacemen, and since it couldn't be David the Bowie, fuck he is that motherfucker almost died all the time. All right, okay, go ahead, finish. I no, I want to see where your rant's gonna go. I it's gonna go to the fact that when we were growing up, all right, we were lied the fuck, we were so fucking lied to, right? Because we were growing up, they told you they're like. Oh, being an astronaut, it's hard. That's why there's not many of them. There's oh. <laughs> so many rigorous tests. I watched fucking Harlan Williams go through the goddamn NASA test. He looked like he was going to explode. And you're telling me that all this time, they send William Shatner's 90-year-old fat ass into fucking space. No space training. You know, didn't have to do the fucking zippy chair that's making motherfuckers throw up or hit G-Force. They're just like, nah, Shat. You're 90. If you catch COVID right now, you're probably dead anyway. So fuck it. Jump in this capsule, dude. We'll take you to the stars. That's bullshit. 
They don't go to real space. That's how we know they don't go to real space. Oh, interesting. I like that he uh, he shot up there in um, the uh, Blue Origin rocket, which looked very phallic. Uh, it which looks is just fun. like what Doctor... He looks like Doctor Evil. This is the rocket <laughs> Doctor Evil built, and he it's right in front of our face, dude. He's either the best troll rich man I've ever seen in my life, or this motherfucker is going to try to take over the world. You're right. I mean, <laughs> I I got nothing else. Like Damn got right, I'm right. <laughs> he he got up there and then he came back down in his you know penis head capsule. He that, was perfectly okay. He was perfectly okay. Which I think you know we're at the point now where like of course he would be. And then you got old Jeff Bezos and his Doctor Evil self who uh, was like, yes, I did it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hope it's Elon that does like evil stuff though, because I like Elon personally and I'll follow that motherfucker. Jeff Bezos, again, we're gonna like fuck Jeff Bezos. I love Amazon. <laughs> so but fuck him. Don't we all? Give me like five hundred thousand um, dollars, bro. You never even see it. You make it in like six minutes. That's the crazy point, right? Is that like he's got so much money that he can give everybody in the United States like a a, a million bucks and uh it wouldn't make a 170th <laughs> dent in his money. <laughs> it would just be like, oh, no. Imagine I, if he did that, right? It would just ruin the economy or oh, make I've, the economy insane. Who knows? It, the sh- it, look, you're, you're you know, a legal citizen with papers, whether it be, you know, whatever. You got your green card. We're born here. You know, as long as you... We're paying taxes or whatever. That man could literally give us all a million dollars and he wouldn't even see it. Yeah. He has a hundred and seventy thousand million dollars. Oh, way to put it. It's crazy, right? <laughs> it's so much fucking fun. There's we'll say there's five hundred million people in the United States. Sure. Right? Five hundred yeah. million. There this fool could give every motherfucker in the world a million dollars and it wouldn't even be a a tenth of his money. It's wild. How are it's we wild. allowing this? Everyone in the world. There would literally be not one motherfucking poor person. Yeah. And it wouldn't even touch. Touch. It wouldn't even make a dent. <laughs> In this motherfucker's money. He he could still give half of it to his ex-wife. Another half of it to his ex-wife. And he would still have more money than he gave to every person in the world. Yeah. It's an it's, that that mind that that's a that's a fuckery that's like, yeah, for one week he may not be able to afford the uh filet, filet mignon. He might have to go to, you know, New York strip, but then the next week he's got all that money back. It, it wouldn't even, he would never <laughs> even notice. He you know? would never even notice. He could give every person in the world a million dollars and build another rocket and still take us all to Chris Roos. Or Ruth Chris, whatever that fucking steak house is. That's just gonna piss know. me off. Let's go. I don't fucking know. Uh, I, we're gonna touch on this so super quick because there's so much stuff that is unbelievable. Um, it's kind of hard to kind of know where to begin on this, but the DC fandom happened this past weekend. They released so much stuff. Wonder Woman celebrating 80 years, which is 
amazing icon. Linda Carter touched on it. She was, uh, she had a chat, a nice little chat with Patty Jenkins. Super nice talking about all this. It was done in this very cool virtual world where, as they went through each segment, they would change it up and make you feel like, oh, now we're going to talk about Superman. Here's a giant uh, Superman shield and stuff. Um, Let's see. All right. All right. Batman. We're going to start with Batman because it's the best. I don't know if that's the best place to start, but that's where we're starting. They released a trailer for the new The Batman movie uh, with Robert Pattinson. It looks dope as fuck. It looks even more grittier and real. It looks so dope. Compared, like even to Nolan's, that was the gritty, real Batman. This one is even more so. And it's Robert Pattinson. And like everyone's fucking hating on this man. First of all, I think he's a great actor, even though I, I did just rewatch Twilight for some random ass reason. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. It's a bad story. The acting's bad. But that's where that's where he got famous. You know, no, he got famous for being Cedric fucking Diggory. You motherfucker! Watch your mouth. He's that's. So basically, this is like him in year two. So this is a super young, inexperienced Batman. This is him just like, I'm going to punch crime in the face until there's no crime. But then you've got like an asshole like Riddler who's like, oh, I'm going to make you use your fucking mind to see how good of a hero you think you are. Super cool. You've got Colin Farrell in this penguin makeup that you're like, that ain't fucking Colin Farrell. It doesn't sound like the guy. It doesn't sound. I said the same thing with Heath Ledger and the Joker. I I was like, like, fuck, it is Heath Ledger. Yeah, it's wild. But that's coming out sick. It looks fucking fantastic. Gotham Knights. They touched on that a little bit. Not much to say. Uh, I think they gave a release date, but it's going to be a cool video game. Uh, because they're touching on the Court of Owls, which is one of the cooler events that has happened in recent years for Batman. Um, Court of Owls is basically this underground group of the wealthy and powerful. They basically run things behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Super dope. Uh, Harley Quinn's coming out with another season. Funny little gag that they were doing was like, animation takes time to the point that they have kite man freaking all he is is like himself is animated but the background is super like black and white drawings fun stuff um titans do another season but it's all going to hbo max which is cool uh batwoman cw bullshit i don't really care about that i i don't watch that because it's it's hard to keep up pennyworth is coming uh catwoman hunted like has this very cool animated style story with Catwoman in it. What's not to love about this looks that? Looks like an old school anime. Yeah, like, like how they did Pokemon. Yeah, it's it looks dope as hell. The animation looks great. Uh, the fact she's getting her own movie is fantastic. <clears throat> uh, let's see what else. Uh, moving on, Black Adam. We got a very small sneak peek of The Rock as Black Adam, even though. He had his hood up the whole time, so you weren't quite sure if it's The Rock. You just know it is because he's a monster, and that guy looks like a monster. Yeah, you just know. Uh, Suicide Squad video game is going to be dope as fuck. Yeah. Because you are basically going to have to go and fight um, the Justice League and try to kill them, which is super like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, because that's one of the trailer they were doing Superman, right? Like Superman was all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I hope the thing they do that I feel like they the Guardians of the Galaxy game should have done is let you play as everybody, not just Star-Lord. I hope that with the Suicide Squad, they let you kind of switch through characters or choose one to play through the campaign or whatever so you don't have to be stuck with In the Guardians of the Galaxy game, they're only allowing you to play as Star-Lord? Yeah, you just play the game as Star-Lord, yet you have these other characters who are going to help you the whole time. Bro, you know everyone wanted to be Groot, and they were just like, yeah, nah. That's what I'm saying. How badass would it be to play as Rocket, and as you're running along, you're picking shit up to make like a crazy grenade launcher or some that shit, you know? Um, Peacemaker, they did a fun behind the scenes with uh, John Cena and I like and that the rest dude more and more every day. That, oh, me too. I, he looks like Jim he, Varney in this picture, though. <laughs> truly. Fucking Ernest goes to superhero camp. Know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> um, it's going to be fun uh, for sure. Yeah, Young Justice. Good. Young Justice is coming back, which is an amazing animated show. It's like Teen Titans, but it's a bit more dull. They deal with a bit more serious issues. Um, That's dope. Uh, Injustice is getting um, the video game that turned into the comics is now getting an animated feature, which would be cool because that's the one where freaking Superman freaking punches uh, Joker's heart out of his chest, which is like, holy fuck. Dope. Dope ass shit. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. Uh, let's see, Superman stuff like Superman Lois, another season. Supergirls got a final season that's happening. Star Girl. Um, oh, the big thing, John, uh, John, uh, Kent, uh, Superman's Superman and Lois's yeah. son came out as being bisexual, yeah, which a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, uh, uh, it's like it's a new generation. What do you expect? Yeah, Everybody's bisexual, like at this yeah. point. You know, does it do anything for me? No. Do I think it was necessary to do? No, I don't. Like, it doesn't bother me because, first of all, I don't read Superman comics, so I don't fucking know. Um, But it's just like one of those, and they did it in like like such a weird way. Like, it was trying to like tack on because they like yeah did it during sexuality week or month or whatever. Uh, Does it matter in the scheme of things? He's still fucking Superman. Why should Lois Lane? Well. No, he's Superman's son. I guess. It's Superman's son, which is like all these headlines were like Superman is is bisexual, and you're well, like, technically, oh, what? in that storyline, he is the Superman. Like he is yeah, Superman. Exactly, but they tag you with that like thing where you're like, what? And then once you tag it, you're like, oh, it's a kid. So it's just super grabby yeah. and like kind of like, like I said, it was unnecessary. Do I have any hate against it? No, like because it doesn't it doesn't matter in the scheme of my life. I could see where. Longtime Superman Superman fans, because you got to think Superman's been around since what nineteen forty six, nineteen thirty something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, he's been and around action for comics or not eighty something years. Yeah, actually, yeah, comics. you got it. Actually, comics because uh, yeah. the detective comics were Batman. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the people that are Superman fans are like old school people too. You're not getting a lot of new young age Superman fans, so. In my in my mind, you're really not playing towards a crowd that cares, except for that social media attention. Yeah, it, you you'd think that you'd almost get more backlash for something like that, but like you said, it's a new generation. You just hope it brings more people into comics and keeps comics going. If that's what I it mean, takes, it makes no difference. It's, it's what you do. Like collectors will collect that key issue of like him making out or whatever. Yeah, and they'll have that one issue, but will they stick with it? From what I hear, it's not a very good comic. That's what um, I've heard as well. I was going to say, as that, long as he's doing dope-ass shit still, and it's not like fucking teen love drama, it's like you're fucking that's Superman. It, 
but that's what it's going to be though. Now it's going to be all about the, his relationships. Oh, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, it's going to be I, a man woman love triangle between Superman. Yeah, be like, Ooh, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. scandalous. Do I, do I want Steven or Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> uh something really cool that uh i don't know if you've got kids who are like preschool age like i do uh they're coming out with a show called bat wheels it's basically all the different uh dc characters as cars i don't know i've got a kid who's obsessed with cars so that's super cool for me uh because it looks cool as fuck um that's kind of the big stuff I think we're going to touch on because there's so much other stuff going on with DC. Uh, check out DC Fandom. They've got all the rundowns, all the videos, all the stuff that you, if you didn't watch it when it happened on Saturday, they've got all of it there, all the news there. There's so much stuff going on. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time kind of going it, but there's some stuff like the Batman stuff, all that. Eat it up. Yeah, maybe we'll touch on that uh, a little more over a video or something. Yeah, because there is a lot of stuff here. God, there's so much. And just stuff. like you said, the Batman stuff alone is a lot. Oh, Aquaman was doing stuff too, like Flash, the whole Flash stuff, and them doing the little mini trailer for that as well as dope as fuck. Uh, you know, kind of giving the hints of like, oh, here's Michael Keaton, and you're like, oh, what? You know, so. But that's there's that's, and they did it's this all virtually, right? Yep, it, it was very cool. I actually sat and watched the whole thing, just having it on my phone going while we were like going about our day was just kind of fun to be like, oh, oh, that's cool, or you know, whatever. So, um, but uh, yeah, cool DC stuff. It's such a good time to be a nerd. Um, Candyman versus Bloody Mary, who would win? You got to call them both, Candyman. You got to call them five times, Bloody Mary. You call her three times. Uh, I mean, that automatically gives Bloody Mary the upper hand, right? She like shows up first, first, ready to piss off. (laughs) Candyman comes in. It's like, Um, I don't know. Candyman's a lot like seems more powerful in the things that he can do. But like my heart tells me fucking Bloody Mary because that's just like a crazy bitch that pops up in the dark (laughs) in the bathroom behind you. But logic would tell me that the person with more powers and doesn't just fight with their fists and I don't know, like, is there, is there lore that Bloody Mary can do, like, dope-ass shit? Like, she breaks out, like, a fucking bloody scythe and, like, chippity-chops you? Or is it, like, her pretty much just, like, scratching your eyes out? Just super, like, you know, you call her name and either she'll kill you or she'll just look at you and her face will melt or your face will melt. It's more psychological. Look, I've fucking done that before. It's not fun. It wasn't Bloody Mary, but... <laughs> it was called Bloody Mary, which is um, weird. No, I give but, it up to Candyman. I think Candyman takes it just because he's yeah. I, just, I I think it's a power thing at that point. You know, like you put them both in a ring, and like, what can Bloody Mary really do other than you know fight him with her hands? Yeah, yeah. She's. Like, I just feel yeah. like Candyman would just be like peasant. <laughs> like just here's my hook hand. Now taste some bees. Um. Although you have to believe in Candyman to give him power, so there is that. Whereas Bloody Mary is just Bloody Mary. That that's true too. Like if Bloody Mary's like bitch, I'm my own urban legend. I still just want to give it to Bloody Mary though. Like it just like if it feels wrong to be right on the Candyman thing front, <laughs> I can't do it. I I'm gonna be like Bloody Mary wins. She fights to the death. 
She's like, fuck your bees, fuck your hook hand. Fuck your bees. And then that's when somebody's like, Beetlejuice, 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 and then they're both gone. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Beetlejuice fucking... Yeah, that's a a song for another time. Yeah, I I hate to not have anything more interesting on that, but I want to say Bloody Mary, even though I know in my heart of hearts that it's Candyman would win that battle. But that's, I'm I'm that's, taking the fucking money line on on Bloody Mary doing the underdog upset. Oh, okay, nice. I mean, she has been around longer. Like Candyman wasn't a thing until like the '90s when the movie came out, which is super bizarre. Like, yeah, because Bloody... it feels like something that would have been based off of another myth or Some, urban uh, legend. Yeah. So and Bloody Mary's been around for hundreds. She's of years, been around right? forever. Yeah. I dare you to take your candle into the bathroom and say this in the mirror. Fuck you, no. Yeah, either that or I'll be like, sure, I'll do it. And be like, see, told you nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> even though you're standing there in the dark like, oh, fuck. Don't say Freaking it. The don't, fuck think, it. Don't, don't even mouth it. Don't, don't even <laughs> mouth it. Uh, I remember being a kid. That was the scariest shit about that. Somebody would tell you either about Bloody Mary or Candyman. And you're like, you would like walk by a mirror when it's dark. And then your mind would be like, Bloody Mary, stop it. Mm-hmm. 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 Being a weird, being a kid, yeah, I didn't is weird. fuck with fate like that much growing up, you know. Yeah, like I just they're like, Oh, you believe in that stuff? And I'm like, I'm not saying I necessarily believe in it, but I believe in it more than I don't believe in it. And I'm not trying to test these waters. <laughs> no. Look, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like what it, god damn it, it's Schrodinger's urban myth, oh. you know. Yeah. She's yeah. real until she's not real, until you prove that she's not real, but then she could be real. Yeah. Right? Something like that. I think there was too yeah. many steps in there, but <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I think in the weird logic it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's somewhere around. I'll get corrected, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh well actually <laughs> <laughs> You see, in nineteen fourteen it was proven. Yeah, right. All these cases. Um so uh we celebrated fifty episodes now we're into 51 so we thought to change it up um for nostalgia that we would nostalgia ourselves nostalgiarize ourselves nostalgiarize ourselves yeah because we are going to get into a second season 52 weeks in a year even though it took us 64 weeks (laughs) to get through it and we will be in season two of the retro double pot very soon um yeah nostalgia ourselves so, so I think we're gonna split this into two, correct? Yeah, we're this this one we're going to basically interview each other about whatever questions we come up with because Yeah, um, these, these we, not necessarily be nostalgia, technically. May I not guess. be nostalgia. Could be about anything. My belly uh, button. So I, can't, I don't have a question about your belly belly button, but really it might come out. up. <laughs> I mean really missed an opportunity be, to learn. To be seen. Uh, so I thought it'd be fun. I, I came up with some questions, but I also came up with some pop culture questions. So they're kind of each question is a two part question, so to speak. So to start you out, here we go. You ready? I don't know anymore. Now it feels like here a we... quiz about myself. <laughs> I almost feel like I should I should get into interviewer like so, Toby. Uh, thanks for coming in today. I uh, appreciate this uh, interview. Um for our first question, do you want to play a game? Is this a trick question? Because if it is a trick question, no the fuck I do not. 
But if uh, it's a real question, yeah, I love games. Where, as you know, that's obviously a quote from Saw. Saw. Uh, where are you from, and what was your childhood like? I know we've, we we feel like a pretty weak opening, but like I figured yeah. that's a good place yeah. to start. Uh, I talked about it before. I'm from New Albany, Indiana. From what what used to be, I look. I thought it was a little town when I was growing up until I met Daisy, and she's from like a town of thirteen people. And like mine, when I was a child, was like seventeen thousand people. But to put a geographical point on it, it's right across the river, literally right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky. Nice. And my childhood, my childhood was filled with lots of sports, lots of sports. And that's like how I got into collecting shit was collecting sports memorabilia with Papa, where we're doing like, you know, autographed basketballs and game worn jersey cards. And that's when I found out about Beckett and grading cards, you know, and play video games here and there. But that was about it. Everything was sports. I played baseball year round for seven years of my life. Great. A lot of sports. Um, you talking to me? You talking to me? This is what uh, I know. It's Joe Pesci. No, <laughs> it's not Joe Pesci. Robert De Niro. Oh, and uh, it's not Taxi. It it's Taxi Driver. Oh, okay, it is Taxi Driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I always get that one mixed up, but I'm like, that's why I was thinking Joe Pesci because I was thinking Casino. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, what's an early memory of the pod that? Made in what? Okay, hang on. You wrote these questions. I know, and I'm looking at it I'm like, what did I? That made enough. Oh, what's an early memory of the of the pod that made you think that we had something special? What was an early episode uh, memory? Or yeah, okay, that kind of made sense. I just wrote it poorly. There's, I don't know. There's a couple. I I want to say I think. That made me think that it was going to work out. Like, we were just like, this is actually going to be pretty good. Um, the first thing being the first who would win, 100%. Like, to me, that first who would win, the Dr. Phil oh, versus yeah. Dr. Seuss who would win, was such a, like, holy shit, we can do anything. This is episode one. You know, we had no structure at that point. Oof. And, uh, but that that who would win was was so good. And it turned out to be so good. The The second thing that I would say is I really liked where we were going during, as much as I hate to say it, last year's Spooktober, right? We didn't get to do it this much this year uh, because of outside circumstances that I will not repeat uh, myself. But, like, the Spooktober, like, anything from having, like, Sarah on to doing the – you know, who would win battle Royale extravaganza with all this and just being proven wrong with the Hellraiser shit. Like those two things, I think, I think those two things were like the big things that I was just like, no, this shit's fun as fuck. And I love that I can say and do whatever I want. And I've already said some bullshit on here before. So a lot of bullshit. I've spout bullshit today. Yeah. I also got asked what a dick tummy was, what a tummy dick was. We were talking about our last meal a couple weeks back, and I ran into someone at the bar who had listened to the podcast. Oh, that's fucking like, cool. Yo, I have to ask, what is a tummy dick? <laughs> I was like, it's like the dick in your tummy that you get hard when you eat good food. And he was like, 
Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> and that day we gained 10 listeners. Hell yeah. Excellent. Yeah, God, we've had we've had some pretty good moments over this. Uh, yeah, it's hard to it's it, it's crazy to think that you know you and I have talked about this in the past, but it's crazy to think that we have fifty episodes that this one marks fifty one. Yeah, of something that at any point we could have just been like, "Yo, fuck this!" Like we're not making any money, but it it was beside the point because like half the fun was just being like, "I'm gonna say a bunch of shit that <laughs> you know I want to say, I want to talk about." And there's been some shit said. And at the end of the day, it's crazy to think that I have 50 of those of a lot of probably regrettable things that have came out of my mouth on the Internet right now that I hope people enjoy as much as I enjoyed saying them. <laughs> in, in the moment, does it really matter? Like we're just having a conversation. No, but apparently with the way the world is, it's going to matter in like 12 years, especially if I get any bit of notoriety. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, like, remember, remember this back- time <laughs> you said stuff about your tummy dick and you started off saying a broomstick and a butt plug could be used for the same thing? I'm like, I do remember that. That was pretty fucking funny if I had to say so myself. <laughs> it was pretty. It was actually better than you realize. Um, so who's on first? Uh, who is on first? No. Oh, <laughs> go through the what's, whole routine. What's on second? Yeah, I forget. It's uh, Abbott and Costello, their classic comedy bit. Oh, which... I could have told you who it was, but I could not have. <laughs> that that whole. Oh, yeah, dude, it gets that... so fucking confusing. Um, do you get nostalgic about sports? I do. Since I do. it was such such a big part of your life. I do. And, like, I still love sports. You know, I've learned to like new sports because we didn't grow up with hockey in Indiana, right? So we, mm. don't, we don't have a hockey team. Hockey was not something offered ever. You weren't just, you know. And, what about uh, lacrosse? Lacrosse wasn't either. Still don't really care for lacrosse. It's super impressive, but like as far as like a entertaining sport to watch, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, it's crazy. And fuck getting hit with that goddamn concrete rubber ball <laughs> that they use. But for me, it's not something I actively seek out. Now, hockey, I really enjoy hockey. Of course, I'm a baseball fan because that's what I played growing up. Um, I get nostalgic more about old basketball like 90s mm. basketball um, and specifically NBA because like at at that time when we were watching basketball, it was just basketball, right? Yeah. Like it's just like, oh, okay. But like looking back and I'll tell you what did it for me was that uh, uh, Save the Last Dance or whatever or The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's documentary mm. on Netflix. That shit made me realize that during that time where I was just watching basketball nonchalantly, I was watching some of the greatest basketball ever ever the kobe's the mj's the fucking pippins the goddamn mugsy bogues i watched the seattle supersonics at one point had a supersonics jacket and now it's no longer a team just like they took fucking pluto away from us but i do get nostalgic about sports now it's just a little different because i'm a bigger football fan being in denver of course yeah um fantasy football saved a lot of that which was non-existent before um I'm more of a fan of the NBA nowadays than I was probably when I was growing up. And I can only watch baseball in person or listen to it on the radio. I cannot watch baseball on TV. Hmm. Interesting. It's weird. I either have to be there or I can listen to a full game on the radio. Still love listening to baseball on the radio. The, that That's kind of how my dad does it. He'll, he'll like watch a sporting events. And instead of listening to like, 
like it, he'll throw on the radio and yeah. turn down the volume on the TV because the announcers on the radio are so much better and they give you so oh, much more insight yeah. and they're just, they're on the ball literally. And like, they'll give you all these facts, but while staying on like, yeah, they're just it, better. It's, it's a better medium to listen to baseball. Cause you can do it just like a podcast where it's like, you hear something exciting going on. You're like, Ooh, poke in. I'm going to listen to this a little bit. And then, you know, when it's not, then it's just like, Oh, he's uh pitching the outside to the left. It's like Guerrero batted three fifty seven last year. And, Oh, here's the next pitch. And, oh, he rips one to left field and let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. so exciting. What? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, doubt. It's exciting. Um, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, good. They're the only uh, people you can call. <laughs> What's your favorite weird question of the week? <laughs> it's hard to not say the broom hand to one. <laughs> What's my favorite Where's weird the- question of the week? That's uh that's interesting. One of the that's, later ones, I love the question about if you got to choose any ice cream truck song. Oh, yeah. What would it be? <laughs> I love that one. I still talked about that one even afterwards. The ice cream truck question was was amazing. Um damn, it's hard to even think about like a lot right? of these weird questions. There's so many of them. I mean, we've got f- 50 uh, freaking questions like yeah, and we didn't start. Did we start episode one with a question? I know we ended with one. We didn't start it with one, but we definitely ended it. Not that I could tell you what that was. I really should have oh, left. Yeah, it yeah. I'm the only one I can think of now. Now that I've even said it out loud, is the damn the ice cream truck and the broomstick one. And the broomstick. The one. broomstick one was good. The dragon one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some weird ones out there. There there's some ones that like we really kind of like busted through it quickly because it was just a bad like question. Yeah, it's just like what do we do with this? Uh, <laughs> here you go, ice cream truck melody, ice cubes. Uh, it was a good day. Yeah, yeah, we nailed it. Yeah. Um, what's in the box? What's in the box? It's my dick. Oh, it's a dick in a box. Uh, what's your favorite board game? Ooh, favorite board game. That's, that's a, that's an interesting question. That is an interesting question. Um, all board games. Well, I, I did. I, I kept it so general. Like you could. Okay. I'm going to give you a simple board game because we didn't play advanced board games growing up. And then I'll give you a new board game. Uh, old board game. Is probably the game of life. Okay. Like, old Parker Brother Milton Bradley. The game of life, yeah. still to this day, I think is a fun ass game. Um, but like as of right now, like if I walked out and looked at all my board games, which I will post a picture of that uh, sometime soon because mm. we've got a lot finished. I'll have to post a picture of the studio and the board game section. Um, and somebody was like, oh, let's play a board game, anyone you want. It, I would probably choose Ticket to Ride. Oh, I think Ticket to Ride is one of those games that just like, and it's been around a long time and people know, you know, if you've ever played Ticket to Ride, it's, or if you've never played Ticket to Ride, it's pretty much a, the continental United States for the base game, at least they have a lot of expansions, but it's continental United States uh, with railroad tracks all over it. And you're pretty much trying to get your railroad track, your color railroad track from city to city while also doing like objectives and not letting the other people know what you're trying to get to because they can really fuck you. If so, 
Um, <laughs> but Ticket to Ride, I think, as a game, not only competitively, but also like a little bit conniving in a weird way, mm-hmm. just checks all the boxes for me to be like, no, this shit's fun as fuck. Like, you don't have yeah. to pay attention, you know, to really... You kind of have to pay attention to what other people are doing, but not really because you're really playing your own game. But at the same time, you're playing against other people. The other one I'll mention, and and Daisy would stab me if I didn't, is uh, Pandemic. <laughs> um, Pandemic, another one of those games that, like, what what made Pandemic different, and I think the reason that I fall off of it so easily, is Pandemic, it's you against the board, right? Like, have, have you played Pandemic yet? No. Oh, we're going to, I'm going to fuck you up. Pandemic is right either. You're, so. you're trying to cure the world of all these diseases, right? Um, but you're playing with the team instead of playing against each other, and you don't you don't play against each other because if if you lose or I lose, we all lose. Sure. You know? So you're trying to trying to build the best strategy to move around uh, this map of the world and and cure all these diseases. And it's an insanely fun game. It's fun if you have a lot of people. You can also play with two. Daisy and I have done it with two. Um, it's frustrating. And awesome at the same time because every game is different. Like how everything gets drawn out, it you know you never you're never gonna play the same game twice, uh, which is interesting. But Ticket to Ride, Pandemic, hmm. Game of Life, hundred percent, solid, solid. I've only played one out of the three, so we got some game nights coming up. Yes, sir. And I got a new table. Uh, you built a time machine out of a DeLorean. Uh, oh, Doc. Back to the Future. You built Always. a time. Listen here, Marty. I don't know why he talks like this. That sounds like Christian Bell's back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite segment for the show? Uh, favorite segment for the show. Uh, I know we don't do it every time, and we want to be able to do it more, but it is random. But who would win? Hmm. Uh, I think who would win starts such a, a random, a random variety of things that can pop up, and God knows. We've had some shit pop up. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it, it's got to be my favorite because it really allows not only, you know, me, because I'm so fucking wild with my imagination sometimes, but it allows us to kind of bounce off different ideas. And something we've learned throughout us knowing each other is you and I have different, we have the same interests, but different viewpoints on a lot of said interests, you know? Which makes it very interesting because I come from a, you know, with a game background, you're more of a movie TV background. And so it's like real interesting to see like what, what things we can throw each other off with. Like what, what is the wrench in this battle system? You know, (laughs) and there's a lot of them. It's usually sexual, which I don't know why I get a kick out of sexy things, but it always comes down to helicopter dicks and, you know, butt plugs between us for some reason who would wins a hundred percent a hundred percent who would win um how can you we expect the children to learn how to read if they can't even fit into the school school for ants (laughs) is a zoolander yeah (laughs) um what's your favorite book whether uh, uh you could choose it like as a kid this was one that you constantly read as an adult, this is one that you read. Just the favorite. What's a favorite book? Favorite book of all time. Of all time. A book I could read every day. A or do you that... want me to give you two different ones? I give you a childhood book. Either way. however, you, like... I give you a beginning, middle, Just... and end, right? Okay. So sure. starting out, 
uh, as a kid, it was Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, shit. Did you ever read that book? I think so. So Where the Red Fern Grows is about a kid who all he wants is a coon dog. And he works, 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 finally gets some money to buy his coon dog so he can go raccoon hunting. Right? Um, and it goes through, like, his story of raising and training these dogs to coon hunt. And uh, the ending is a lot different than what the beginning starts out as. And for me growing up, like, you know, pretty outdoorsy, doing all the hunting and fishing and the random stuff, uh, it really meant a lot because it was like a real – it was a real like uh, fox and the hound feel, you know, at the end of it, where it's just like you're fucking mm. crying and like th- there's so much shit that happens in that book that it just touches on a lot of things that you're like, well, this is not where I thought this book was going to go. <laughs> um, up until a few years ago, I would have told you it was Harry Potter 3, uh, The Prisoner of Ooh. Azkaban, still to this day is probably my third it's either it's easily in the top five most books i've read the most times right uh harry party three serious black like the whole uh animagus thing the fact that you know fucking what's his name rat face periwinkle the fuck can i remember his name for um that might have been his name it sounds like a harry potter name yeah anyways <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna piss me off too. I'm gonna. I can hear. I can hear people screaming at their fucking headphones right now. Uh, Peter Pettigrew, Jesus Christ. Uh, like I don't know that that whole the way that that story plays out and like what it leads into and it was really kind of the start of where like Harry was kind of coming into a really angsty teen where he's now he's starting to get pissed off and realizing his life's really gonna suck. Um, loved number three. Loved number three. Uh. But my favorite book, and I'll I'll easily say it, a book that I could literally turn the last page over and then flip it back to the beginning and read again, is Ready Player One. Fuck yeah. It's Ready Player One. It it scratched every itch I ever thought I needed in a book. It 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 did even talking about it like it makes my I can feel like me get tingly, you know, because that it was just such a perfect book, especially for when I got it. The first time I read it and where I was at in that point in my life. And I have read that book, I mean, probably five times in the amount of times I've owned it, which is easily like once a year, once, twice a year. Sure. Uh, Ready Player One, man. I, you know, in my opinion, for me personally, it was my favorite book of all time. I'm a very fiction oriented person, though. I like fiction, science fiction, fantasy. I mean, that book i mean we've talked about that book at length along with the movie but yeah because it's filled with video games future tech like what's not to like it's, about it's it it's a and book like, full the of pop, pop culture yeah. yeah it's it's so geared like right in our wheelhouse and that's why we've done ep- an episode on it and stuff so like i think it was episode one could have been yeah easily could have been <laughs> uh what is the matrix uh it's computer simulation hey there it is or is it uh favorite sci-fi movie book or video game sci-fi movie book or video game yeah um because we touch on um fantasy we we tend to go fantasy pretty quick but okay let's go sci-fi and obviously we just touched on ready player one and if that's your answer for all three sweet let's move on favorite sci-fi 
that's that's tough. It that's is tough. real tough. Um, it it's God. I'm gonna piss Daisy off here. I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm having trouble thinking of like ball and ass sci fi movies that I'm just like head over heels for. Big fan of Starship Troopers. Okay. Um, big fan yeah. of Pitch Black. Fuck yeah. Um, is have yet to finish it yet, but for the three seasons of Battlestar Galactica I've watched, it may be one of the greatest shows of all time. Um, fuck man, that's tough. Like talking about because I am much more of a fantasy person. I like the wizards and dragons and shit. And science fiction is such a different, a different style. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm not that big into space. I know people are going to be pissed out and say Star Wars, but, bitch, I was born in 89. Um, I don't know if I can give you a straight answer on that, to be totally hey. honest. That that one's that one's tough because there are certain things I like, especially when it comes to science fiction, because I'm not, like, I'm not infatuated by space in the sense that, like, I need to see future civilizations doing shit in space. Like it doesn't get my dick hard. At the end of the day, sure. they're still shooting fucking guns at each other, bitch. We do that now. Um, <laughs> but there are certain things that I do. Like I like the thought of what society would be like later more than I like the action part of science fiction. Sure. Um, sure, sure, sure. Book. It is nineteen eighty four science fiction. Uh, I think it depends who you ask. Some call it science fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, we can go with I'm that. gonna disappoint. Yeah, I, I, I can't give an exact answer. <laughs> and if I randomly, if one pops into my head when I'm not put on the spot, I will shout it out in the middle of a conversation that we're having. <laughs> um, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> brick loves lamp <laughs> uh what's your favorite part about being the host of the retro pod that i can tell people i am the host but in fact you actually host the show uh it's my favorite part about being the host because when people think about it host duties would entail that i would be the main one speaking I am not. You are giving away all of the content, and I am just bringing babbly bullshit, and it's great because really the only host thing that I do is in the beginning and in the end of the show. Like all the the jarble in the middle, unless I personally brought it to the table, I let you do, and then I'm just going to fucking – this is, this is a two-hour react video. For me, you know, <laughs> to call myself the host would be a blatant lie, but I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, but yeah, you you actually being the fucking you are the ghost writer to my Joe Rogan. Right. Like Joe Rogan's like, I'm the host. And Jamie's like, the fuck you are. <laughs> Bitch, I run this show, which is kind of how you and I do it. I just kind of pop off in the beginning a little bit and then pop off on the end a little bit and say some dick jokes in the middle and we call it a show. We do call it a show. A fantastic show to boot. Um, Is it secret? Is it safe? This is a deeper Ooh. one. Is it secret? Is it safe? <laughs> oh, this is a... Uh, damn, you just gave it away with that. I'm trying to help. Oh, fuck. Nope, give it to me. I'll take too long. Uh, Gandalf, Lord of the Rings. I knew it was too, and I was just like, 
all I heard was fucking Albus Dumbledore when you said it. You're you're spot on oh. Albus Dumbledore. Oh, Mr. Potter. Um favorite fantasy movie, book, or video game? <laughs> uh fantasy video game World of Warcraft. Hands down. Uh World of Warcraft is the exact world that I want to live in, right? Orcs, sure. fucking mages and warlocks and fucking warriors and tanks. Just it's it's everything that I want in Never. a game, except the game is tough to play nowadays, right? But mm-hmm. I love the lore. I've read a lot of World of Warcraft books. I enjoyed the movie for what it is. Um, video game, World of Warcraft, hands down. Uh, movie, fantasy-wise, uh, there's a couple. It's hard for me not to say Lord of the Rings. Um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, fantastic. You could even go back to uh, the Hobbit animated VHS from like the 70s or 80s. So fucking uh, good. Fucking, if you, like, movies, there's, goddamn, there's a lot of good movies. Because you look at something like The Labyrinth. The Labyrinth is probably in top ten. Um, good call. And Jim Henson shout-outs, since we are talking about other shit earlier. Um, but at any time, I could sit down and watch the Lord of the Rings series, and it'd never be a bad time. Me, I'd never get bored of it. Um, Labyrinth, I can watch only so much before I'm like, I got to take a break or I got to go to the bathroom and do naughty things with Jennifer Connelly's, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot of cod piece to take in. Yeah. But like even David Bowie's sexy as fuck. Oh you know? God. Like, I'm yeah. King doing his little fucking, his arm motions yeah, yeah, with the that, fucking right, jail ball fucking, thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think world of Warcraft Ooh. is what set off my absolute love for fantasy and lore and stuff like that. And Lord of the Rings. I mean, Lord of the Rings came out first. I I think Lord of the Rings sent off my fantasy love and world of Warcraft cemented it. Cemented it. Yeah. Cool. That's great. That's, I love a nice one, two punch of that. Um, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Uh, is this fucking interview uh, with the vampire? No, nah, this is uh, the Joker from the 1989 Tim Burton movie. Oh, Batman. damn. Yeah, that's... I, know, I threw a random one out there. <laughs> so na- <laughs> so naturally. Uh, what's your favorite superhero? Uh, or this... villain. Like it. Okay, a villain? Carnage. Thousand percent. Oh, Carnage oh. slash Venom. The combination of those two, I think, is one of the coolest fucking characters ever made of all time. Um yeah, it, it, Carnage and Venom, I think, are, are way up there. Favorite superhero? I, I mean, Venom works as both because he's kind he's of an, an anti hero kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not going to put Carnage. Yeah, Fuck Carnage. I, I'm, I'm excited to watch that one. Yeah, me too. Um, favorite hero? This one's tough because if we think in the sense of superhero, I've got two uh, both Marvel and The Incredible Hulk. I always love the thought of Bruce Banner. Um, and he is like, in my mind, a true blue superhero because mm-hmm. like he wasn't like that before. And now he's like that. Uh, and Iron Man. And I think Iron Man mm. is, is tough for me to say because like previous to Robert Downey Jr., my Iron Man one um, need was pretty minimal. But I think he did such a good job portraying that like asshole smart billionaire dude that I fell in love with Iron Man but because of the Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. 
Like it was just, in my opinion, even in all of the Avengers or Iron Man superhero movies, that portrayal of of Tony Stark is the portrayal that I want Tony Stark to be. Yeah, you know, he's this flawed human being that, uh, you know, despite him trying to do the best for the world, he gets in his own way a lot of the time. Which just shows that he's a good hero because he's trying to do the best. He's still a human, so there's yeah, he's got an yeah. ego and he makes mistakes. And but I'd want to be the Hulk. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you like scary movies? Oh, we'll talk about this next <gasps> week. We'll yeah. talk about it next week. Uh, there's Don't a couple you. things we have to talk about on that, but yes, I love scary movies, and Ghostface is one of my favorites. Yeah, he's pretty second on the good. list, uh, baby. So naturally, what's your favorite scary movie? Ooh, um, that's I, that's they, hard. This is crazy. Okay, I, I have a couple different answers. I'm gonna go ahead and lead, and I know we've talked about this last year, but uh, the Jason series is what really got me. There's actually there's two. Okay, the Jason series is one of the early ones that I watched, where I was just like, I fucking love slashers. Love slashers, hands down. It's one of my favorite versions of a scary movie. Um, scary air quotations, right? Uh, George A. Romero's Night mm. of the Living Dead and the Living Dead series as a whole, the Dead series as a whole, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Army of the Dead, all of them. They're all oh, so, amazing. I was I so. was infatuated with zombies growing up, right? Um, the Blair Witch was the first movie that ever scared me. Like, mm. I remember being insanely afraid of the Blair Witch Project, the original. I will... I will tell you that slasher movies don't scare me. You know, they're they're not scary in the sense that holy shit. Um, the unknown and the devil scare the absolute shit out of me, right? <laughs> so stuff like the Blair Witch, where it's all just, you know, anticipation and and just build up and build up and build up and build up and then no fucking answers. Like all like that the whole sense of the unknown of what the fuck is happening and this is creepy and what the fuck that shit freaks me out. Um, I will argue to the death to say that the conjuring is still one of the scariest fucking movies ever made. All right. Not the entire series. Cause the third one was what it was. The second one was fine. Um, but that first conjuring movie was such a sense of just, dread watching the entire thing like this this would be living in hell and i i think the conjuring is the scary one of the i'll say one of because i'm sure i could find some that were pretty rough some japanese horror shit out there is yeah on a different level um the conjuring scariest friday the 13th what got me into it zombies are what kept me into it nice what is your major malfunction numb nuts uh, is it? I wanted to say major pain, but it almost sounds like fucking small soldiers. No, uh, but uh, I, I that's it's a full the best metal jacket. Thing. It's full metal jacket. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, gonna yeah, take yeah. me a second. There, not the quote that I would have chose from that, but <laughs> it's been a long I mean, time since I've seen that movie. That's kind of the big one, though. Um, are you fond of military movies? I am. I'm. Yeah. I'm fond of military things in general. Um, I listen to quite a few military podcasts. I've always had uh, a love for military. My dad served for six years. Um, it was something I told myself that I should have done and didn't do. Um, my life would have changed 
completely different if I'd have went to the military because I wholeheartedly believe that I had a personality that would have thrived in the military. Hmm. Um, I love the military stories. I watched Saving Private Ryan when it came out. I still think Black Hawk Down is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Um, and still every week listen to some sort of military story or interview with someone who served. Um, I think the military gets a bad rap because of who sits behind the desk and gives them orders. But the boys over there with their boots on and fucking guns to the crowd are, are on a different level. And they'll always have my respect unless, you know, our government makes them do something stupid. And if that's the case, I wholeheartedly believe our military would turn against our government and be like, fuck you. That's not why we're here. You know, mm. love military stuff. I don't read a lot of military like history, but I listen to a lot of newer age military things. Not a big Got fan you. of like old military shit. I don't not watching a lot of World War Two stuff or vietnam stuff or anything like that but like current modern warfare type shit love it i don't love that we have it but i love learning and watching and playing so would you say uh um black hawk down's your favorite like military movie uh movie? yeah that's probably safe to say yeah. um it's good i mean it's a good one yeah i think black hawk down if i were to sit down and choose a military movie to watch yeah black hawk down would probably be it Nice. I think the story's crazy. I think the the outcome is awesome. I mean, it's it could have been better, I guess. But the whole Somalia thing doesn't get talked about enough because, like, the shit that was going on there at that time and what the boys were being sent into for God knows what is insane. And that whole situation is, like, a real – it's a real-life video game that actually happened. And it's crazy to think that, like, people actually did that shit. And it's yeah. still going on at this point, you know, which is weird. Yeah, Black Hawk Down. For sure. Cool. Um, I kind of already ruined this one, uh, but uh, why so serious? Oh, yeah. Why <laughs> so serious? You know that one. Everybody yes. knows that one. Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> you said Mrs. Robinson, and all mm -hmm. I wanted to think was lost in space. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> Your mom is a slut. <laughs> it's uh, from The Graduate. Um, I've never seen it. This, you should. It's good. It's a. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, what's your favorite musical? Because I'm that guy. My favorite musical. Um, does it have to be a play or just musical in general? Musical in general. I'm not going to limit you to plays because that gets. Yeah. Look, I watched a lot of fucking High School Musical when it first came out. Um, I've really enjoyed the renditions of Wicked that I've seen. Uh, especially anything that Indina Menzel does. I just, I think. That, I can't wait. They're making that into a movie. I can't yeah, wait to see it. I think she's one of the most talented people on the face Gosh. of this fucking world. Uh, damn, I do not watch a lot of musicals. Uh, would you consider Pitch Perfect a musical? Sure. I think any movie that likes as spontaneous singing, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, damn, Nightmare Before that. Christmas. Would consider that a musical, I mean, but they, like at that point, they I randomly, could say like Aladdin. Truly, and you know? they are because it's like any time that there's like something happening, and they like do a sing talk where they're like, "Oh, now I've got to jump, and then I got to do this. I just need some bread." You know, like if it's that kind of thing, then yeah, I consider I would it a say musical. Probably, uh, Lion King, man. No, no, half of what these fucking songs are saying, but. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, you're just like, they're fun. Um, and I'm mumbling, I'm mumbling, I'm mumbling. Puna Matata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that. I know that first. Um, hey, Dad, want to have a catch? Uh, that sounds. Oh, God damn it. Why did I just put Liar Liar in my head? Is that Liar Liar? No, as a kid, you should, as a baseball fan, you should know this. Oh, is this. Uh... Hey, Dad, want to have a catch? It's not Field of Dreams, is it? It's Field of Dreams. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, if you could take one sport and one genre of movies and mash them together, which would you choose and why? One sport and one genre of movies. And mash them together, making a mutant. Blah, 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 I would take blah, blah, blah. soccer and okay. Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh. Yeah, they would do like crazy shit. Like, you know, they'd kick the ball towards the goal and Scorpion would be like, get over here. And he'd grab the ball and then fucking stab you with his bone. It'd be so extreme. Dude, it'd be fucking wild. And I'd want to play it on a white field. Oh, I mean, I mean, they already like do that thing where they play like they just got hurt real bad and that they really would be hurt. <laughs> they'd be flopping. Yeah, all but the they'd time, all but... be badass, you know? Yeah, you just see Baraka as the goalkeeper. Fucking <laughs> 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 nine arms. <laughs> It'd be funny if like the goalies were like the only like human humans. <laughs> They're like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> well, this has been pretty fun, my friend. I tell you what, you. you have more questions, and they were a lot like it kind of puts me on the spot for all the questions that I eventually get to ask you. Yeah. Is um, it, it's but, cool though. To like close that. out the interview like inner good inner any good interview uh there is always one final question that we've got to ask um it's 42 mm, toby um thanks again for coming in and letting us interview you for the position thank you for having me um but uh one final question where do you see yourself in five years God, this is the worst question. This is the worst question, isn't dude. it? Like, where do I that... wish I see myself in five years, or where? Sure, do... we go. With Look, where, where do I see? I... Hopefully, not where I'm fucking at right now. Um, literally anything better than my current position in the state of this world. Or you could uh, uh, pertain it to the podcast if you want to do it that way instead of like. Where do I see story. myself in five years? If if we had to think about it in from the podcast standpoint, um. I, in five years, I'd want to have a solid community. And right now we have an amazing community. Um, but like, and it, it's not to like downplay what we've built so far, but I'm excited for when it gets bigger. You know, a lot of the things that I, I want more people to play games with. I want more people to you know, give us their opinions on things. I want more interaction from the community. So I hope in five years I'll have too much of that. And I'll regret saying this, <laughs> you know, um, from the podcast standpoint. Yeah. I, that's, that's kind of what my, I mean, I think that was our goal in the beginning too, is to just to build that community of people we can talk to about the stuff that you and I like to talk about in life. Yeah. I hope, I don't know if I see it yet, but I hope in life in five years, I'm doing the podcast full time um, with that and just content creation and, and being able to 
to put better videos, nostalgia videos up and more entertaining videos. And I don't know, getting to fucking TikTok or something. I don't, I don't fucking know, but I want to be doing something I'm passionate about for work in five years. That's the goal. The dream game store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a real fucking shitty ass question. God, isn't that, and they always, they always ask it. It's oh, either I, that love, or like- I love it in interviews. Love that question in interviews. And I'll close it out with an interview tip right here, all right? You ever get into an interview, no matter what the fucking job is, whenever they ask you that question, I've I answered this question to multiple. I've never gotten an interview and not gotten a job, first of all, all right? Anytime I've ever been asked that question, they're like, you know, where do you see yourself in the company in five years? And I'm like, in your seat. And they're like, explain. And I'm like, look, I don't like staying stagnant. I work my way to the top. You seem like you're the top at this point. My goal in five years is to have your job, whether it be through good or bad purposes. Like, that's what I want. What's my long-term goal for this job? Retirement. What's my short-term goal for this job? Retirement. Use that question and answer 10 times in job interviews. And it always, depending on how you put it, it sounds like a good joke. It also sounds serious where they're like, look, I'm not interviewing for a job that I dreamt of having since I was fucking 12 years old. All right. I would have already had that job if that were the case. Always tell them I want to be in your seat. My long-term goal for this job is retirement. Nice. Hands down. What it is. Life lessons from Tope Tope. Damn. There it is. <laughs> it's like come for the entertainment, stay for the tip. Yeah. Goddamn. Dude, that was fun, man. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. Now, I enjoy it. Now I, I've got to yeah. think about a bunch of fuck questions for you. You know me. I like to, I like to, uh, you know. I like to I like, talk off the top of my head, so it works out perfectly. I like trivia. I like asking questions, and it's and it's fun to put you on the spot and see what you know. I know it's, it it stutters me all the time. Well, I guess we've got one more episode before we round out our season, which is going to be a vice versa episode. A verse versa. I'm going to ask you some goddamn questions. Put your bitch ass on the spot. Like we said, you got me on the movie quotes. So I'm about to give you fucking video game plot lines. Let's see if oh, you can do it. Right. Uh, but if we don't all have right. anything else, we'll uh, we'll kind of start accepted. <laughs> we'll start <laughs> wrapping this shit up. Um, you guys can always find us at retronomapod.com. Is the best place to go find us. Uh, I will. I just you know talk about the. I know we've talked about it a couple times in the last couple weeks. Look, guys, I'm real. I'm real fucking busy. I'm busier than I want to be. Uh, but it will all soon be over and we'll be back to our normal scheduled programming. I promise. I know it seems like an empty promise, but I promise it will be better. And we will be back to just doing fun shit again because full-time job sucks. Dick hate it. Um, but yeah, for the time being catch the, the Facebook page is really starting to pop off. You guys go check out the Facebook group, look Mm -hmm. up the retro Namapod group. It's where all the fun is being had. Um, hopefully, we'll have some YouTube stuff up here soon. But again, just go check out retronomapod.com. You guys can find all of our stuff over there. That's the easiest way to find us. Yeah. Uh, to take us out the way we usually do with the weird question of the week, if you could be any age, which age would you choose? <laughs> it's a, I'm going to have a bunch of questions to ask to nail down the parameters of this question (laughs) it's fair there is a correct answer we'll find out next week or (laughs) next next episode 
Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode of the Retro Normal Pod. We love you, and we will catch you next week. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>